You're listening to the Living Word Church Podcast. To learn more about Living Word Church and our service times, visit us online at livingwordli.org. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's amazing to be spending this time with you guys in a little bit of a different way today. But we want to film something special for you guys to enjoy at home. And so today in our service online, we're going to be having some Christmas carols and some testimonies about the faithfulness of God. And if you were at our Christmas Eve Eve services on Friday night, then you already heard several testimonies about God's faithfulness. And as you saw, sometimes God's faithfulness is in a huge miracle. And sometimes it's in the way that he sustains us and walks with us through our difficulty and pain. And so we hope today that you're encouraged. And thank you so much for joining us. share a passage first from Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30. Jesus says this, come to me all who are wearied and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. In his book, Gentle and Lowly, Dane Ortland says this about these verses, his yoke is kind and his burden is light. That is, his yoke is a non-yoke and his burden is a non-burden. What helium does to a balloon, Jesus' yoke does to his followers. We are buoyed along in life by his endless gentleness and supremely accessible lowliness. He doesn't simply meet us 
at our place of need. He lives in our place of need. He never tires of sweeping us into his tender embrace, for it is his very heart. You know, there was a season in my life not too long ago where the only thing I can really say to express this period of my life is loneliness. Um, things like depression and anxiety had crept their way into my life in a way that I had never experienced before. And in many ways, I was thrown by that. And the only thing that really carried me through that season was the gentle and lowly heart of Jesus. There was no aha moment. There was no miracle moment, though I would have loved one. But really, all I can point to is the faithful prayers of people in my life, like my wife, Shannon, like my pastor, Doug, and the heart of Jesus that, like a life vest, carried me through the wind and the waves. And though I still experienced the turbulence of feeling at sea in that way, the gentle and lowly heart of Jesus met me where I was and carried me through that season. Thanks be to the faithfulness of God. We see over and over again God's faithfulness in Scripture. The more we read his word, the better we understand God's character. Understanding God for who he is allows us to trust in him no matter what we are walking through. But it's not always easy. For the past two and a half years, I have been suffering with trigeminal and occipital neuralgia, a chronic debilitating pain condition that has completely hijacked my life and the plans I had for it. Every part of every day is dictated by my condition. Oftentimes the pain makes it impossible to get out of bed or complete a simple task. I was forced to say goodbye to my career as a nurse, a job that always gave me such joy and purpose. Learning to surrender and rely on God's love and faithfulness hasn't always been pretty. I've questioned God along the way, even wondered what I had done to deserve this. Sometimes I still struggle to feel God's presence in all of it. But I remain obedient and I continue to serve because even in my suffering, God continues to use me. I know my God, he is a good God. He is a faithful God and I trust what his word tells me. I don't know the why, but what I do know is that no matter how hard or scary this is, my faithful God is carrying me. He loves me, he sustains me, he strengthens me and comforts me. And because of that, I'm so very blessed. Sleep, sleep, live in peace. All is calm, so sleep.
shepherds quake at the sight glory stream from heaven far heavenly I grew up attending private school from first grade all the way through graduating in 12th grade. So during this time, I developed a lot of the knowledge of God and had it all in my head, but I never really surrendered my heart completely to God. I didn't really have a solid foundation when I left this comfort zone of private school to attend college locally. I would regularly attend church when I was a freshman in college. So I kept up, you know, volunteering even on Sundays for Sunday school. But during this time, it wasn't until sophomore year of college when I've been struggling with cystic acne and I just felt like my identity was just being attacked and I just felt very depressed. It was one Sunday at this time when my parents took me to church with them and two of their friends, they prayed over me. During this, I could just feel God was with me. It's when I decided to fully let my heart be open to Jesus and wanting to just be used by Him. See, I still have hard times, but Jesus, He's remained faithful and He's with me this whole time. One of the scriptures that has just been spoken over me is Joshua 1, 7 through 9. And what really stands out is verse 9 where it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. See, I think we hesitate to let Jesus into our hearts through rough situations and struggles, but no matter where you're at, God is with you and he wants your heart. So I want to encourage you to open your heart fully to Jesus because he loves you unconditionally. He is the shepherd that will leave the 99 to come after you because Jesus, he is for you. I realized recently that I am fascinated with a certain idea. And this thought kind of comes up in some of the songs I like. 
Um, some of the songs I choose to sing at church and even how sometimes I'd pray in between songs. Maybe you're like, he keeps talking about like this one thing. And it's this, it's this idea that God who created the earth, who created time, stepped down into it. We sung a song a couple of weeks ago called King of Heaven. And it's one of my favorite songs to sing during Christmas time. And one of the lyrics that I really thought was cool to share is this, is that you hold the ends of time, yet you place yourself here into mine. Emmanuel, God with us is the chorus. And see, that is such an amazing idea if we really stop and think about it here today, because that Jesus laid aside his heavenly privileges and chose to walk on the dirt that he created. That's so cool. He didn't come in power. He didn't come demanding people worship him through force. He came in the weakest form. Now, if I'm God, I would not come in the weakest form. I would be like, hey, what's good? I'm here, right? But Jesus came as a helpless baby. He didn't stay a baby. He grew up and he lived life. He experienced sorrow. He experienced frustration. He experienced pain. See, we don't serve a God who can't sympathize with our humanness. He understands. And it's easy to forget that. In John 16, though, Jesus says this, take heart for I have overcome the world. And see, that's encouraging to me because sometimes I can feel like the world is overcoming me. Right, we all know what it feels like to be crushed by the demands of this life or even the pains. And for me, I can tend to struggle with feeling alone. Like it's me versus everything. The whole concept of if you want something done right, then do it yourself. But it's funny because when we believe that, we often create a scenario where we become overwhelmed. And see, God hasn't called us to do life alone. And so this idea that God, who is God Emmanuel with us, stepped down into our world, into the details of our lives. See, that's simply amazing to me because we have a God who wants to do life with us. Recently, I, I find myself just when I'm frustrated and when I just feel like I'm failing, honestly, I could look at myself and be like, man, I'm a bad husband, I'm bad this, I'm a bad that, I'm a bad leader. Um, I, I quiet myself down and I, and I walk into the presence of God in a sense of just praying, God, I'm not getting life right. Help me to get it right. And that's a very unspiritual prayer. But at the same time, it is so powerful to know that I can go before my God and He cares. And so when I feel overwhelmed or I feel like I'm failing, I know that I have a faithful friend in Jesus. In Romans 8.34, it says that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father and He intercedes for us. It's amazing. And on this Christmas, maybe your life isn't where you want it to be right now. But praise God that you and I are not stuck there. We have a Savior who bridges a gap between us and the Father. We have a Father who loves us to send His Son, and, and now we get this beautiful opportunity to be shaped into the people that God is creating us to be, regardless of what trial that we face. And so this Christmas, we have a faithful friend, and His name is Jesus. I'm sure we'd all agree the last few years have been really difficult. Many of you have heard me talk about the fact that the last few years and everything that's happened has really taken its toll on my peace. 
Through most of my life, I've enjoyed peace. I've known Jesus. I've thought about heaven and forgiveness and grace and mercy and all those things have given me such peace. Sure, there'd be some times where I might struggle and there might be some times where I would wrestle with peace, but it was always for a short season, nothing like I've gone through in this last season. Usually, I'd fall asleep with peace and I'd wake up with peace and I'd walk through my day with peace. But what we've gone through in these last seasons have made it a real battle. Every single day is a battle for peace. It just doesn't come easy like it had through most of my life. But I can tell you this, as I spend time with Jesus every day, he's so faithful. He gives me peace. He begins to melt away that anxiety as I pray, as I talk to him, as I go on a prayer walk, as I read the Bible, as I worship or I talk with other Christians about who God is and what he's done. Every single day I get to a place of peace. I was look, looking through pictures of my kids recently when they were little, and I thought about how many times it was that they would be sad, they'd wake up uh, scared, they'd have a bad dream, they'd have a nightmare, and I would just hold them and I would just pray for them and I would tell them stories and I would cuddle them and sing to them and sing over them. And I think about the fact that, man, that's really what Jesus is looking for with us, a relationship like that, a relationship that close and dependent. And I've learned in this last season that throughout my day, every day, I've got to be coming close like that. I've got to allow him to hold me. I've got to allow him to, to sing over me and, and to pray over me. And man, it just makes such a difference. In Colossians chapter 3, Paul tells us to set our hearts and minds on things above. He's talking about setting our hearts and minds on forgiveness and grace and heaven and perfect love that Jesus has for us. And that's exactly what brings me peace. Those times that I focus on him, what he's done for me, my anxiety melts away. In the Bible, in Isaiah, there's a prophecy about Jesus that was written 750 years before Jesus came. And one of the phrases that Isaiah uses about Jesus is this phrase, Prince of Peace. He calls Jesus the Prince of Peace. And I don't think that's by mistake. And so I'd say in this Christmas season and moving forward, let's get our hearts and minds on him, the Prince of Peace, because our faithful God will fill us with peace.
filled with a lot of ups and downs for our family. It has felt like every time we got through one emergency, another one was right around the corner. First, in 2017, I had an acute attack on my nervous system that left me debilitated and took almost two years to recover from. Then in 2019, our daughter had the first of two really painful kidney surgeries. Then in March 2020, my mom was extremely sick and came close to dying. Three months later, another surgery for Bryn. And then just a few months after that, Doug was on ECMO life support with little to no hope of survival. And through it all, God has kept my heart encouraged with the truth that he and he alone holds our lives and all of our days in his sovereign hands. Last summer, the night before we were going to share the story of the miracle that God did, I noticed a big mark on one of the windows in our living room. And I started to scrub it only to realize that the mark was on the outside of the house, not on the inside. And for several seconds, I stared at this huge mark trying to figure out what it was. And then I realized that a bird had flown into our house and left a perfect imprint on the window. It was so stunning, we took a picture of it. And then immediately, in that moment, the verses in Matthew 10 welled up in my heart. Matthew 10, 29, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid, you are worth more than many sparrows. And I stood at that window weeping knowing that in every up and down, in every uncertain and painful moment, there was not one second that God did not have Doug's life in his loving care and in his sovereign hands. And this is really important. That would have been true whether God healed him or he took him home to heaven. I decided not to wash the window from the outside because I didn't want to wipe away the reminder of God's faithful and sovereign care just yet. And that decision was a gift of God's grace to me because a few days later, I would have the worst flare-up I've had since that first initial attack I had. And suddenly I was back into a debilitated state. And this setback was really hard. And discouragement could easily have gripped my heart. But every time I see that window or the picture it that I keep in my phone, I'm reminded of God's sovereign care and that my life and my days are in His hands. Over the last year, I have find myself saying that over and over again, God, my days are in Your hands. Not my hands, not the hands of the enemy, not any other person's hands. My life is in his hands. And that truth not only encourages my heart, but it calms my fears. Over a year later, there is still a remnant of the imprint of the wing left on that window. And I was standing at the window looking at it this morning. 
thinking about all that God has carried us through, praising Him for His faithfulness through every single up and down. And today I'm doing better than I was a year ago, but I'm still not back to where I was. And so we continue to pray. But no matter what, our hope, my hope, is not in the promise of perfect circumstances without pain or difficulty here and now. That's heaven. That's coming. Our hope is in a sovereign God that holds our lives and all of our days in his hands no matter what we face. This life is not all triumphs and victories. There are deep valleys. And in those valleys, we have a mighty and faithful God who meets us there. At times, he heals and he intervenes, and at other times, he pours out his sustaining grace. Over the last several years, our family has experienced the God who intervenes when all looks hopeless, but we've also experienced the God who sustains, the God who carries, the God who encourages, the God who comforts, the God who gives peace when peace doesn't make sense. And none of these things are less of a demonstration of God's mighty power, and each are a demonstration of his great love and faithfulness. Charles Spurgeon said, Jesus who lay in Bethlehem's manger is God over all. He's God over all, and he is always faithful. January 4th, 2018, my twin daughters were born. They were mono-mono twins, which is the most dangerous form of twin pregnancy. From the moment they were born, they were unable to breathe on their own. They were rushed to the NICU and placed on a ventilator, and they were given pick lines. They were fighting for their lives every single day. It was difficult to even hold them because they had so many wires and tubes attached to them. Every day was a new battle, an obstacle for them to overcome. It seemed like it was never going to end. One of the worst feelings as a parent is feeling helpless, just to sit there while you watch your child fight to breathe, to have to leave your newborn baby at the hospital while you were forced to go home, feeling so incredibly helpless. They spent 42 days in the NICU. And although it was 42 days, it felt like two years. It felt like it was never going to end, like there was no hope in sight. There were days where they were losing the battle. It felt like my daughters were surrounded by opposition. It felt like we might lose this battle. But I will never forget the day that we got word from the doctor that there was hope for them to come home. Right after the doctor had said that, I was all by myself in a hospital room that they had given parents to hang out in. And as I was sitting there, I felt the presence of God fill that hospital room. And I felt like the Lord spoke to my heart and say that I was with you every moment. I felt like the Holy Spirit placed 2 Kings 6.16 on my heart. And that is the story of Elisha being surrounded by this army that is coming to kill him. And he is fully at peace, but his servant is panicking. And Elijah prays that his servant's eyes would be opened because there was something that Elijah could see that the servant couldn't see. And as he prays that the servant's eyes are opened up and he can see the army of God that is surrounding the army that is coming to kill them. And Elijah says something so powerful to the servant. He said, those that are with us are greater than those that are against us. And I felt like the Lord say to me in those moments that I was with you all along. The army of God was surrounding your family and your daughters. 
God was so incredibly faithful. We here at Living Word Church are wishing you an incredibly Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. God bless you guys.